Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Welcome. Glad you could join us. We are known as the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. But because this is digital, we need you guys to share because we need to wake up the masses. We need the sound of marching feet to overwhelm the communists that have overtaken our country, wrecked our, really wrecked everything, morality, our economy, the military, you name it. They're about seeking and destroying all good things that are common to our culture. So please help us in that endeavor. We have uh, Dr. Ted Brower with us today, uh, old, old friend of mine, and Ted and I go way, way back. And we're going to be talking about some very controversial things because uh, we're taking no prisoners here on the Common Sense Show. I just want to say this as a disclaimer. I don't care what people do in their private time. They have to answer to God the same as I have to answer to God. As long as what they're doing doesn't interfere in my rights and doesn't harm people, particularly children. And I just wanted to say this, uh, but we're going to hit some things that are going on from these alternative lifestyles that are wrong okay they're anti-constitutional and we're we're gonna we're gonna expose a lot here with dr ted and ted's known same as me for not pulling punches hey we're brought to you by noble gold and dodd frank law says they can steal your money whenever they want out of the bank uh they usually will call it bail-ins or whatever name they want to give it but it's theft by the banks against you and the Dodd-Frank law passed in 2010 that allows them to do it. Noble Gold can save your retirement. They will extricate your money from the bank with regard to your retirement and they'll back it with gold which has held its value for 6,000 years. Noble Gold also has a nice thank you with an American Gold Eagle coin they'll give you. American Gold excuse me, Noble Gold Okay, until I've been on vacation. Noble Gold is absolutely fantastic, people. I've been a customer of Noble Gold for five years after advertising for six. They are the best that there is. Now, I have to give a disclaimer. Uh, too bad FTX didn't have to give this disclaimer, that uh, past performance is not indicative of future performance, and uh, investments are inherently risky. That's true. Put your big boy pants on. Let's save our money. They can also save your bank account. Find out more, and I'll send you a free information packet. No obligation whatsoever, but you'll see why I become a customer of Noble Gold. Go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. And I uh, just want to say this very clearly, folks. Uh, you have limited time with CBDC coming in, and this process begins in July. You need to take action. Now, uh, one more item here very quickly. Uh, the attacks on the food supply continue to mount each and every day. All you have to do is look into uh, uh, Europe to see what's going to happen with your farm, farming, your agriculture, your food supplies. In addition to all that's already happened here, such as the 200 food processing plants that have been destroyed without one federal investigation, that's because the federals are doing it. It's, it's that simple. It's the Biden administration and their domestic terrorists that are destroying our food supply to make you dependent on on them. Well, the only way out of this is to have your own food supply, and soon the only food you have available to you will be the food that's within your home. Go to My Patriot Supply, and you will get restaurant-quality food, 25-year shelf life, breakfast, lunch, dinner, lots of variety. You won't get sick of eating the same thing. And they have a great special right now that you can take advantage of. Go to foodwithdave.com, and your time is running out on this as well, too. 
foodwithdave.com. And soon with CBD season, they'll say, well, you can eat the bugs, but no more red meat for you. And if you don't think that's true, you need to come back here more often because we've covered this ad nauseum with documentation, foodwithdave.com. Dr. Ted Brewer doesn't really need much introduction except for the fact that he is the owner, uh, the creator of Health Masters, which, uh, listen, if you've heard me for the years, Ted Ted has helped me with a number of health-related things. Namely, I had a knee headed for surgery, and Ted said, just give me a couple of weeks, Dave, and uh, I can fix this up, and it's 20 years later now, almost 15 years later, I should say, and uh, I still haven't had surgery, thanks to Dr. Ted. Uh, he's known for helping out uh, Doug Hagman with his blood sugar issues. That's on his website, the Hagman Protocol, the Hodges Protocol. And uh, Health Masters is a leader in natural health care. And you've heard me say this. What do you need going forward? Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine. And this is the key. When you no longer can get your prescriptions from China, this is where you're going to have to go with Dr. Ted and Health Masters. Right now, we have a uh, special for Dr. Ted. Coupon code 5, and you'll get 5% off any order at healthmasters.com. Ted, sorry for the shameless plug, but I owe you, my friend. You have always <laughs> been, no, you have always been there to help me. Friend in need, when I've had a health issue, you have, you and Austin have always been there at my side. And I know Doug would say the same thing. Uh, you guys are the best that there is, and that's why I, I gave the shameless plug. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate the shameless plug because, you know, like your show, we're listener supported. And, you know, if we don't have people basically coming in and supporting us and telling us what we can and can't, you know, uh, we, if we don't have people supporting us and buying their vitamins from us and their toothpaste from us and their all the other stuff from us, what ends up happening is we can't basically, you know, be on the air. I mean, somebody's got to pay for the production. And, you know, we don't take commercials. So, you know, we really appreciate the listeners. And I pray for your listeners on a daily basis. And I love them. And I appreciate the support. I really do. Because if you got, I mean, just getting your toothpaste from us and your, your deodorant from us. I mean, you're already buying toothpaste. You're already buying deodorant. So it makes a huge difference as far as from a cash standpoint to help us as far as helping the people that are out there to help themselves and be healthy. I've got a friend of mine right now. And he was having all kinds of, you know, health issues years ago. He listened to me. Started feeling absolutely great, started having tremendous health and energy, and then suddenly he decided a few years back to start eating junk again. And now he's got all kinds of health problems. And last week he was put in the hospital for six days. And now he's got a colon. His colon is messed up. He had a giant cyst on his liver. He got a cyst on his pancreas. And they're saying that because of his colon being so messed up, there's a blockage in his colon. He's got all kinds of diverticuli, and that's actually gone in and put pus into his doggone liver now. And I mean, what a mess. And uh, now they're saying they want to remove his colon and give him a colostomy bag. Oh. And so, so, oh, no, no, I'm just telling you some private stuff here with a friend of mine. And I said to him, I said, look, I said, dude, you know, you can't be doing this. You know, he's in his mid-50s. I said, you can't continually, you know, ignore your body and expect your body to be okay. you got to continually go out and do what you need to do from a health standpoint to eat clean every day of your life. And you can't, you can't do this. And the older you get, I will say this from personal experience. You can't allow yourself to get behind the curve. You know, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's funny. That's the term used in, in flying airplanes. You know, you know, I'm a pilot. I've told your listeners that before. I used to own my own small airplane, a little Cessna, and I've sold it. And I haven't flown for a little while now, but I love flying. I'm, I'm licensed as a pilot. Or I have a private pilot's license. And, and what's interesting about that, what they always warn you about is getting behind the curve, getting behind the controls to allow the plane to get into a situation where it's not recoverable. You see, and they always warn you that if you're at a certain altitude and you go into a stall, like at 300 feet, and you and you stall the airplane, uh, you can't recover. You can't you can't drop the nose enough to restall, recover from the stall, unless it's a super high performance aircraft, uh, to basically recover from a stall at 300 feet. You're going to drop the nose, and you're going to basically hit the ground because you're going to it's going to take three to five hundred feet to recover from a stall. And so you learn not to get behind the controls as far as from a curve standpoint. You get behind the curve, they call it. And you can't recover the airplane. We had that happen a couple of years ago with a slight, with a light, uh, with a light, the citation jet that was leaving up north up there, there Chattanooga. The guy didn't have enough time on that jet. He had a full load of passengers and he got behind the curve and he basically stalled the aircraft and he killed everybody on board. And all this stuff happens quickly. Now in your body, it doesn't happen that quickly, but it happens anyhow. If you're eating the wrong kinds of foods and you're basically saying, well, it won't affect me. You know, I can do what I want to do. I can live how I want to live and whatever I do is not going to have any consequences on my health. Uh, you're basically whistling in the cemetery. 
this is just to be blunt. You're going to find out very, very quickly that my friend has now they want to remove his colon that just maybe uh, he should have been eating clean the whole time. Just maybe he should have made sure he's having proper bowel movements. Your bowels need to move two times a day, three times a day. If you're only having a bowel movement once a week, that's a problem because that body, that, that, that colon ends up like being a cesspool. Okay, and what ends up happening is that cesspool gets starts to grow bacteria, and then if it gets congested inside that colon, it'll get inside the portal vein, which you know goes directly into the liver and give you a liver cyst. And now you're in the hospital with them putting a tube in you, draining your, the cyst off your liver. It just happened to my friend last week. So all of this stuff happens to you, especially as you get older, because the body's reserve energy isn't as strong, and then you got to try to do damage control and try to fix everything. So it's easier. Let me ask you guys a question. Isn't it easier to eat clean, to be healthy, and take your supplements to maintain your health all the days of your life than trying to recover from cancer? Just, just asking. You know, if, if, if suddenly now you're back into the medical industrial complex of chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery, which is basically poisoning and cutting and, you know, and, and, and basically, you know, destroying your liver and destroying everything with this chemotherapy they use, which is basically a type of mustard gas from World War One that was used in trench warfares. Wouldn't you rather go ahead and just stay healthy and never come down with cancer? Wouldn't you rather stay healthy and never come down with diabetes? Wouldn't you rather stay healthy and never come down with heart disease? I mean, you know, I mean, we've got a we've got a treadmill in my gym. You know, we try to use it two or three times a week now, at least walk for five to seven minutes on the treadmill. And you think, well, why would you do that? Well, here's the thing. You know, cardiovascular training effects occur within five to seven minutes. That's what happens. After that, you can end up with the joint damage. You don't need to do more than that. Three times a week, seven minutes on cardio, keeping your heart rate at a relatively elevated position, like 110, 120 or whatever, yeah. and just working through that. That's all you need. Ted, you I, I, have a, I have a question along those lines. Can sure. I let me interject this here? I like to do, uh, because I fight blood sugar issues, and, and right now I'm, I'm winning the battle, but uh, I, I do high-intensity interval training. I push a sled up and down my driveway uh, several times, and I lift weights uh, maximum to failure between four and eight reps, which my research tells me that really is good for controlling things like insulin resistance and so forth. Um, cardio, they said, is, is like third on the list. It's uh, high-intensity interval training like the sled or, or outright sprints, and then it's uh, high-intensity weight training to failure, and then it's cardio. That That's the pecking order i've learned about what how do you see that okay that's good advice provided your heart's in good shape yeah okay? it is provided a good shape yeah have, it is yeah well i'm, I'm not but I, if i'm going to give out blanket information i've got to give out some disclaimers here real quick. absolutely sure if you if you're if you're suffering with advanced atherosclerotic plaquing and blocking of the arteries and you get on the cardio and your 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 heart rate goes through the roof okay almost instantly you probably got a blockage in one of your coronary arteries and the heart's struggling to maintain the oxygen levels in the body and it's pumping faster. You need to get yourself checked from a cardiovascular standpoint, you know, in the event that there may be a problem with your heart. Now, I'm not saying you can't work out if there's a problem with your heart. I'm just saying that you got to moderate the intensity, you know, because, you know, you, if you don't moderate the intensity, what's going to happen is you give yourself a heart attack. I've seen this repeatedly when people decide to get back into shape after 20 years and they go running out in the hot sun here in Florida and they drop dead. I mean, I had a friend of mine who was a coach, and actually he had placed fourth in the Mr. Universe contest back in the 60s. And he had decided he was going to get back into shape in the 80s, and he decided to go run in an orange grove. He was like 63 years old, and he came home and fell on the floor and had a massive heart attack and died. Hmm. He was in great shape, but he couldn't handle that kind of load on his heart. So what we have to do here is we have to make sure that common sense prevails. Now, since I have a minor in exercise physiology from Florida State, so I'm going to give you some advice now on exercise. I'm going to tell you how I stay in such good shape all the time. The number one way you stay in shape is not working out. It's your diet, period. Yes. Period. Okay? It's 80% you know, of diet, it, isn't it, Ted? No, 80% of what you look like is what you eat. That's exactly now, what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about this, and then we'll talk about other stuff on the show here, but I, this is really important. If you're going to eat clean, you're going to be healthier, period. Now, what I do is I stay primarily with the rotisserie chicken or grilled fish, you know, and vegetables, and I use mustard on them because it helps your digestive enzymes to digest the food because mustard is a great condiment because it gives you more acidity in your stomach, which helps to close off the, the, the sphincter that goes into your stomach to prevent acid reflux. Mustard is amazing. I use it every meal. Okay, now, except for my eggs. I don't eat it with eggs because eggs are so easy to digest anyhow. So here's what I start off in the morning. In the morning, I start off with four eggs. I cook they're organic, and I cook them in butter, real butter. And so I'm eating organic eggs, organic butter, first thing in the morning. And what that does, 
that stabilizes my blood sugar for my talk show that starts at 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock. Very important. Without stabilized blood sugar, your brain can't think. And so you have to have your glucose level stabilized, especially after you've been fasting all night because you've been sleeping. Now, that's what I have. Then for lunch, I'll have like a protein shake. My workout partner's here with me. We'll work out a little bit later after we get done with the show today. And we'll have a protein shake, which I'm going to pop, and that's filled with nutrients from Health Masters and all kinds of, you know, special powders and powdered multiple vitamins and all kinds of stuff and conjugated linoleic acid and, and you know, and, you know, MCT oil, which is a medium chain triglyceride oil, which helps elevate testosterone. We sell all this stuff at Health Masters. And what we do is that shake then, fills that gap for a couple of hours because it goes through you pretty quick. And then I'll have the chicken and the vegetables, and I'll probably have that one more time, or I'll have fish and vegetables, but I eat super clean. I try not to eat bread if I'm trying to maintain my weight. That's really important. But if I have an issue with losing a little bit of weight, I can put bread back into my diet. But that's going to be like an organic Ezekiel bread without flour in it, without any wheat, just in case it got contaminated with glyphosate. Now, the diet's very simple. Now, with the fish, grouper, red snapper, orange, ruffy, or wild salmon, those are the ones that I try to use on a regular basis. I don't eat skin fish like catfish or eels or weird stuff like that. I try not to eat any farm-raised fish because of the parasitic content and the bacterial content in that fish. Don't do that. But I don't. I never eat pork or shellfish, period. Uh, pork massively increases the risk of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. The World Health Organization says it's the primary cause of cancer globally. Now, it is not. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time not the other white meat is a toxic meat don't put it in your body and I, i'm sorry if you're listening to me today and you own a farm and you raise hogs it's just the way it is you know and you know as well as i do if you raise hogs that a pig will eat the cancerous tumor boils off another pig you know that and, and just don't be eating stuff like that and putting it into your body period if you're going to be, you know, you know, trying to stay healthy. Beef, I have in moderation. I don't eat it on a regular basis, but I still like a good steak. I may have it once or twice a month. That's about it. Now, I avoid alcohol like the plague. I may occasionally have a Bailey's or a glass of wine or a glass of beer, and but that's that's very, very rare. Now, now all you guys that are Christians, don't you sit there and shake your finger at what I just said. The Bible does not condemn having a glass of wine. What it condemns is drunkenness, and I don't ever get drunk. 
and I may have a glass of beer. You know, I had a glass. The last time I had a beer was with Mancow Mueller, and it was a year ago in 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 uh, in, in, uh, in St. Louis. Okay, so so I don't drink a lot of alcohol ever. I don't do that. And, uh, you know, I'm single now. I'm going out you know, with different women, and I always tell them I'm not going to buy you alcohol on a date. If you want to buy your own alcohol, it's up to you, but I'm not going to do that. I have no interest in that. If you want to drink, I'm probably not the guy you want to date, period. I'm that guy. So, and then I avoid, I only use margarine. I never use margarine. I only use butter or olive oil. Okay, I never use canola oil. I never use soybean oil. You know, I, I, will, I will use some avocado oil, grapeseed oil. I'm okay with those. And, and, and real organic butter. If you want a really good tasting spread, take 50-50 organic butter and mix it with cold-pressed virgin olive oil and put a little bit of, you know, a red bit salt in it and stir it up really well and it recongeal. It makes a delicious spread that's a lot healthier for you. Now you can do that. Now, the reality is, is that a lot of people eat a lot of fruit on an ongoing basis. And if you don't have a problem with hypoglycemia or blood sugar issues, that's not a big deal. If you eat two or three pieces of fruit a day, you know, pear, an apple, a banana, or whatever. But what I don't do is I don't eat a lot of dried fruits like raisins and dates because they elevate my blood sugar and, or even like, you know, you know, like pineapple that are dried. And especially when they put sugar on them, it'll really elevate your blood sugar, which massively causes a spike in insulin, which stores that extra sugar as fat, which you don't want to do that. So I'm giving you a lot of information. Now, this is just diet, okay? But now let's talk about the cardiovascular aspects of exercise. Cardiovascular exercise is secondary to the dietary guidelines I just gave you, period. It doesn't matter how hard you do cardio, how often you get on a treadmill, how many times you run a lap, or whatever you do. If you're eating a pizza every day and you're chasing it down with diet sodas, which cause brain tumors, brain cancer, seizures, headaches, and optic nerve degradation, or you're using sucralose, which is a chlorocarbon, which calcifies your kidneys and destroys organs, okay? Or, you know, which is Splenda. So, so, so you don't use Splenda. Don't use, you don't use aspartame ever. If you have to use an artificial sweetener upon occasion, stay with sodium saccharin, the stuff in the pink, but make sure you drink a lot of water when you do that. It got a bad rap. It's okay in moderation, but aspartame and sucralose are a no-go, no-touch, no-anything. So never use the blue, never use the yellow sweetener ever. And make sure if you get a pink one that it doesn't have one of those other ones in it because a lot of times they mix them together now or they lie on the label. Very, very, very important that you do that. Now, let's talk about cardiovascular exercise. Circuit training, which is interval tra- training, where you go from one exercise to another exercise to another exercise to another exercise, is the preferential way that I like to train. In other words, I've got I've got a gym here at the house, and I have several machines to do lats. And what we'll do is my workout partner and I will go through those machines and just do like 8, 10, 12 reps and just rotate with no rest between sets. And what that does, that stimulates both the fast and the slow twitch muscle fiber that we have in our skeletal muscle system, which allows for maximum growth, maximum hypertrophy, and maximum basically or muscle growth is hypertrophy and maximum glucose consumption. And when you get past the fast twitch muscle fibers, which are burning sugar, you start burning fat with the slow twitch fiber, and you get a much better workout overall. I don't go heavy, though. I'd rather do extra reps. I'd rather if, if I, What I'll do is I'll do 10 to 12 to 14 reps, but I don't take it to failure because what I've learned is when I go heavy and I go to failure, it causes joint issues with me, and I don't like that. So I don't, I don't go to failure. What I'm doing is getting my cardiovascular system in shape, getting my heart in shape, and pumping up the muscles. Now, every once in a while, I may do an extra few reps until I can't do any more. I'll do that. But I don't, I don't ever do it with heavy weights. When it comes to legs, you got to be really, really, really careful because when you do, do, when you do squats, you massively cause friction on the patella portion of the knee, which can cause all kinds of problems. And the same thing is true with leg press. Be very, very careful when you start doing deep knee bending exercises if you've ever had knee issues. It's really, really important that you be careful with that uh, because you don't want to be in a situation where you have to go get stem cell therapy to try to rebuild cartilage inside of those knees. What I'd prefer to do when it comes to legs, I'll do leg extensions and leg curls, and I'll do adductor, abductor, doctor, and then I'll do the cardio walking on the on the on the uh, on the uh, on the treadmill. That's what I prefer to do. But be careful not to overstep yourself on the treadmill and do little tiny chop steps, and make sure that you don't basically get to a point where you're actually causing problems by not stepping out far enough and striding far enough on the treadmill. Because what happens too. The adductors and the abductors, David, as you know, and the rectus femurs and all those muscles, if you don't use them enough and stretch them out enough, you'll start taking baby steps as you get older, and you won't be able to step out anymore. You'll start shuffling your gait. You don't want to do that. 
the, the treadmill helps to stop that. But be careful on the treadmill and watch your cardiovascular output because you don't want to give yourself a heart attack on the treadmill and always put that little clip on you in case you get off the back of that treadmill and it pulls it loose that the treadmill stops and doesn't burn you because I've seen that happen before in a gym that somebody didn't have that on. They slid off the doggone treadmill and they got banged up real bad. So it's important that we all do what we're supposed to do from a cardiovascular standpoint, but that really only comprises like seven minutes three times a week. And then and bring your heart rate up to a comfortable level and then be done with it. But the, but the, but the exercises, what I do is I work my body parts twice a week. I try to go to one time a week. It didn't work. I had progressive muscular atrophy. I couldn't maintain my muscle mass because I've been training for, you know, 50 years, longer than that now, almost 55 years. And so what happens is I've got a lot of muscle mass at my age and I couldn't maintain it by working out one day a week or one time a week for body part. So what I'll do is I'll rotate. I'll do lats and arms one day. I'll do chest and shoulders the next day. I'll do legs the next day and I redo it again the next three days. I work out six days a week in the gym and what that does that gives me the opportunity then to maintain my cardiovascular system through circuit training which is what i'm talking about doing one exercise after another exercise and allows you basically to feel really good all the time and so i mean just just a about three weeks ago i went up to the great smoky mountain national park with a friend and i did a five mile mountain hike well i'm 67 years old and i must i must admit my friend was younger than me and so i had to stop a couple of times and catch my breath because it was pretty steep but I made the hike. I did the trip, and I got and I was and I was in great shape. I got a little bit sore from it, but not much. Now, could I have done better if I had done more cardio? Probably, but the reality is, if you sit on a treadmill for an hour a day, or you or you go out and run for an hour a day, or or you go do these things for all the time, you're going to damage your joints. You're going to damage your ankles. You're going to damage your knees. You're going to damage your hips. That's why so many people have to have knee surgery, hip surgery, and ankle surgery. Because, number one, they're not using the right shoes. That really is a big deal, too. And, number two, they basically are going out and basically overloading their system more than the body can handle it. So all of these things are combined. You say, well, that's a lot of stuff to do, Ted. No, it's not. I'm 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 going to make it real simple. Eat chicken and vegetables. Simple. (laughs) Yeah, that does make it simple. Do cardio three times a week. Do do, do cardio three times a week for seven minutes, okay? And work out with circuit training of each body part twice. That's it. And drink half your body weight in fluid ounces and purified water, either reverse osmosis or distilled. And we have distillers of health masters every day. So if you weigh 200 pounds, drink 100 ounces of water a day. That's critical because if you don't, what ends up happening is your blood gets too thick. And if you don't want to have real thick blood and then try to get on a cardio machine, your heart can't pump that sludge and you end up giving yourself a heart attack. That's what happened to my friend who was 63 years old when he died 30 years ago. He had lost 20 pounds of weight in two weeks. You can't do that without losing a whole bunch of water. And what happened to him is he lost a bunch of water, dehydrated himself, his blood got too thick, he went out running in the August sun here in Florida, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, like, wasn't real bright doing that, and basically dehydrated himself even more, and then basically the blood got super, super thick, had a massive heart attack, and died. So you've got to drink a lot of water. And if you start feeling lightheaded, just stop running. Go sit in the shade for a while. Just chill out. Don't push yourself to the point of no return. Don't push yourself to some extreme level. If you haven't walked in 25 years, don't try to do a five-mile mountain hike. Go walk around the block if you can. Walk to the stop sign. Heck, some people need to walk to their mailbox and come back to the house. That's the kind of shape they're in. Yeah. But don't overload yourself. And then you need to take you need to take really good supplements like vitamin E, cod liver oil. All right. If you have the COVID shot, you need to take a natokinase every day. We have that also at the health, at health masters because it acts like an anti-clotting mechanism and stops, stops blood clots. And you, and you basically need to take stuff that's going to thin your blood like a natural blood thinner like E and cod liver oil and natokinase. And then that will really help you too. But now if you have a problem with bruising, you have to be careful with all that because you can actually end up getting bruised from those particular types of supplements because they're such effective blood thinners. Now also there's another product you can take. It's called HGH Stimulate. That product is like a miracle. It massively reduces blood pressure, does a great job on that, increases the pituitary output of human growth hormone. It also basically acts like a natural Viagra in men. It's called HGH Stimulate. It's on our website at healthmasters.com. And what that does, it allows nitric oxide to go into the system. We use quercetin as an antioxidant there because you know you don't want a lot of nitric oxide floating around because Viagra, people don't realize this, Viagra will make you go blind and deaf. Because it will cause both auditory and yeah. visual, you know, Ted, opt- optic nerve there, degradation. There's a bad joke there about blind. Um, but anyway, I, I get it. I mean, listen, this has been really good for audience because if we don't train, prep, and pray, and this is part of the, the training, 
uh, we're not going to be equipped to handle the challenges that are coming our way. But I want to get to these challenges. Um, we, we need to do just a whole show on health, but uh, I want to talk about some of the current events here. Uh, we talked about a number of things in our pre-air discussion. Um, what do you think are the most important things we're dealing with right now, Ted? The most important thing is the degradation of the moral society of our country through cultural Marxism, which occurred, you know, in 1933 with the Frankfurt School's infiltration of our university systems when they fled Germany, went to, went to Switzerland, and came into the United States, first to Columbia University. And, and then what we've had here is they knew – this is interesting, and I, I, I've done research on this. The, these cultural Marxists that came out of, out of Russia – you know, during the, you know, the rise of Stalin and Lenin and the death of about 100 million people in that, that country, you know, during the Russian Revolution, uh, it basically spread into Europe, but Germany wouldn't bite on it. They wanted nothing to do with it. And so what they did, they sent a group think tank in from the Goethe University in Frankfurt to try to figure out how to get the German people to accept communism and cultural Marxism because they saw the United States as a city on the hill. They saw the United States as the ultimate place to live they had all of their relatives had already gone over after the civil war and had called home and written home and told everybody how blessed they were in the united states and so everybody wanted to have a republic everybody wanted to have what the united states had they no longer wanted to be under the rule of the you know aristocracy and so germany was unwilling to accept cultural marxism so they brought in a group think tank of basically they were high level influential primarily jewish scholars who were brilliant and uh, and basically came in to try to figure out what happened and why Germany wouldn't do this. Well, everybody knows how Hitler felt about the Jews. And in 1935, when he became you know he became president or chancellor or Führer later with the Reichstag, uh, they fled because they knew he was going to come in and, and you know and persecute them. And they fled to Switzerland and they came to Columbia University to bring their cultural Marxism ideas into our university systems. And when that happened. What happened is it spread like a cancer through the system, and of course the CIA got involved in it with Mike Aquino and all that. But the biggest thing that people don't get is this was the Kabbalist organization of Satanists, synagogue of Satan, whatever you want to call them, and they believed that the the closest – the closest a person could be to God, their God, which is an hermaphrodite snake called Einsof based out of the Zohar, that they could basically worship him. But they had to make the world as evil as they possibly could by the teachings of Sabbatain Zivi from 1666, who was also a Kabbalist. And this group has permeated the entire world now because they infiltrated into the Rothschild banking cartel with Jacob Frank bringing the Rothschilds into this movement to make the world as evil as they possibly can to try to resurrect their serpent god, the snake in a tree. That's a premise there. You guys can do the research on all of that and just see that I'm right with that. But that's something I'm not going to do. That'll take the rest of the show. But they came in and they brought in cultural Marxism to the university systems. They brought in Timothy O'Leary. They brought in LSD. They brought in the sexual revolution of the 60s. And they started giving the students, you know, LSD. They started promoting free sex because they had the birth control pill at that point. And they had tried it once before in the 20s with the roaring 20s in this country. They'd infiltrated us before. But then we had so many pregnancies and so many orphanages got set up that people said, we don't want to do this. This is a degradation of the moral fabric with all these babies everywhere in orphanages. So there was a big flop, and they had to back out of what they did until they developed birth control mechanisms and IUDs and all the rest of this stuff. So all of this stuff was part of the cultural degradation of the United States. That included Playboy magazine. That included Gloria Steinem. That included um, – all of this free love from the 60s, all of it was all part of that. And I remember all of that. I was still a kid. I was born in the 50s. And so I remember the 60s of the cultural revolution that occurred. And I began to realize very, very quickly that this was not going to be okay from a moral standpoint. Even I saw that as a child. You know, the Catholic Church got infiltrated by the Masonic Lodges through Operation Gladio an Operation Condor and the Vatican Bank running the money from the drugs coming out of Southeast Asia because the CIA didn't know what to do with all the cash, and they had to deposit it into a bank that was not going to be auditable. They couldn't go in and audit it, and so they had to be able to run dirty ops. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And Black Ops. 
and you can read the op, you can read a book called Operation Gladio. Uh, the, the, there's the association between the Vatican, the CIA, and the mafia. Everybody's read that book. I think it's by Paul Williams. Phenomenal book. I've interviewed him on my show before. Brilliant man, brilliant scholar. Very heavy, heavy, heavily referenced book. Everybody should read that. Operation Gladio by Paul Williams. The unholy lines between the CIA, the Vatican, and the mafia. But if you, if you understand what they did and how they destroyed our culture, and then Lyndon Johnson, that filthy pervert from the 50s, passed the Johnson Amendment. He was all part of this group. And because he got tired of the churches slamming him from the pulpit because he was such a pervert and it made it so they couldn't talk about politics. And then what happened is he came in in the 60s after Kennedy died. He started the Great Society program, which destroyed the black family and destroyed the white family, too. The social yeah, lower income families by giving people free money to have children with no strings attached. Basically, if you were female and you had four or five children, you got more money every single month. If you couldn't name the father's name, it was better for that because, what, quite frankly, you got more money, and the dad just could go, just be a rolling stone and run around and have a bunch of bunch of children. It happened with both the black community, it happened with the white community, it happened with all the communities that were under cultural Marxism being brought in through basically Cloward and Piven, which was to overload the social welfare system of the country and destroy it. Now, all of that stuff happened as a primer to what's happening now with with the gay pride, with the transgenders, and everything else. Remember, I told you. Their God is an hermaphrodite, and they believe that the transgender, a man who wants to be a woman or a woman who wants to be a man, basically two sexes, is the closest expression that you can ever be basically to their God, and that's what they want. And then Brandon Smith wrote an excellent article today, and it says, it says pride is a thinly veiled color revolution to destroy Western civilization. I posted this article at healthmasters.com. You guys can go ahead and read it if you'd like. But the, he said the color revolution is often associated with covert efforts about the U.S. and European interests to foment civil unrest within enemy nations and sometimes allied nations. And it means to destabilize their societies and governments. It is essentially fourth-generational warfare, a concept expanded by Lieutenant Colonel Mike Aquino, a self-professed Satanist who worked, worked with the CIA, in a white paper title from PSYOP to Mind War. The goal is straightforward, to go to war against a foreign country or one's own country by attacking the citizens rather than its armies, or to exploit the target population as a weapon to trigger instability. Color, color revolutions have been instigated for decades around the world. One such psychop led the, to the euro maiden revolution in Ukraine in 2014, which caused the overthrow of pro-Russian President Viktor Yanovich. The singular event was the primary trigger for the eventual Russian invasion of Ukraine this past year, as Vladimir Putin declared he would no longer tolerate color revolutions among Russian allies. And, and what, ends, what ends up happening is the LGB groups are now widely supported by every major power center in the society, major banks, and BlackRock and Larry Fink. And there's basically, if you don't have the right cultural attitude as far as LGBT groups, they won't loan you money anymore. It's a major, major problem that we have. You know, the, the basic mantra of pride is, well, pride, you know, pride is a failing and a weakness, not a virtue. And, you know, basically that's number one. Second, pride activists are rebels by their cause. There are no rights under the law in the West where gay and trans people don't have these rights. Zero, zip, zilch. In other words, they must now create reasons to rebel from thin air. And, and this well, what, is what's what happening all those, over the place. Ted, what are some of those reasons they're creating? I think I know, but I want to hear you say it. Well, they want they want to say that they're being persecuted and they're being ridiculed. Yeah, they are. And, being, and, they're, and they're, they're not. And they're not. And they're not. No, let me stop for one second. A lot of gay people are really, to be honest, we hacked off about this too. They don't like this. I agree. Because what it does, it singles them out as a as a as a as a group that's subversive, and they don't like it because they're trying to live their own lives being gay. Now I'm going to say this. I don't agree at all with the gay lifestyle. I am diametrically opposed to that because it's against the word of God. I'm on the record right now saying that. But if someone wants to do that lifestyle in their own home, it's none of my business. They can do whatever they want to do, period. I don't care. But if they want to have a drag queen story hour and host Michelle Obama, oops, did I say that, as the drag queen, oops, did I say that, oh, that's right, Joan Rivers said that she was a transgender. Just thought I'd mention that before she died. If they want to host something like that, and they want to do it in the privacy of their own home with other transgenders, I could care less about that. But when they do it in a public library and they're wearing a dress and they're a guy and they openly open their legs up to show their genitalia to young children, I am not okay with that at all. I find that completely and totally perverse and nauseating. And so that's what they're doing with the Cultural Revolution. I mean, you saw what happened out there, you know, in California with the baseball team a few weeks ago, in which they had these nuns of perpetual indulgence, which weren't nuns at all. They were basically mocking the Catholic Church, and pretty much nobody showed up to honor them, and they had 
thousands of people standing by the gates blocking that because it was an affront to Catholicism. I have to admire the Catholics for having done that. I really have. I really do because that was just an affront to them. But this is the group now. It's like Mancal Mueller told me this. He's a good friend of mine. He was on, used to be syndicated on 400 stations nationwide. And what he told me was this. He said, Ted, he goes, it's not that they want you to accept them. They want you to endorse it and, and to love it and to promote it. And he goes, I'm not going to do that. And of course, Mankow's been, you know, very vocal about that kind of stuff and has been taken off of radio now. He's not even, he's not even on radio anymore. He has a podcast. He's a good friend of mine. And uh, he just, he got so politically incorrect, you know, in Chicago with Mayor Lightfoot that he basically got taken off the air up there. And there were other various reasons that I know about, but I'm not going to bring that up into the show. His primarily reason that I believe he was taken off because of his political incorrectness. So there is no persecution against these guys. Number three, the primary tool for pursuing and brainwashing Western youth has been public school system. That's the Frankfurt School again, yes. and more specifically the teachers and the teachers' unions. Now I'm going to say this. The speed at which public schools – see, I'm quoting him still, Brandon – are now openly embracing far-left ideology is shocking, and it's all due to the teachers. Understand that public schools have your kids for half the day while you might be lucky to get a couple hours of them per day on the average, which most people get a couple minutes. Most parents work hard and don't have time to keep track of their kids' personal lives and who's influencing them. The schools are run by witches. I, I, if you don't believe that, I don't care. I, I could give a crap at this point. This show's so politically incorrect at this point, they make a difference. And they may not be influenced by the witches in their school. But the overall school board, the school, school unions, and these high-level women are witches in most cases. I'm just telling you that right now. They're practicing black arts. They're practicing white arts. They basically have their own little covens. They have their own little seances. They have their own stuff. And the witches are ruling these school systems, period. And they're promoting Satanism and cultural, cultural Marxism to these children. About two years ago when they were doing the masks and all that other kind of garbage to the schools here in Polk County, I addressed the school board, and I talked to them about the problems associated with cultural Marxism in the Frankfurt School. I talked to them about because I was I was a college professor like you were, Dave. I was a college professor for years, and I talked to them from, as a college professor and as a best-selling author as to what they were doing to the schools. And then I talked to them about you know the Black Lives Matter stuff and you know and all the other crazy stuff that we were endorsing and you know and all the other things they were promoting in the school systems and how it was destroying the culture of our county. I mean, and so what happened is this thing went viral. It had a hundred thousand views and like you know. I posted the video, just my, my section of it. It had like 100,000 views in one day, and of course YouTube pulled it off immediately, took it down. And then we were able to get it back up again, but it already lost its momentum because they did not take the entire school board meeting down that was also posted on YouTube, and my segment was still left intact, and we forced them to put it back up. But then they shadow banned the heck out of it and never got any more traction. But see – that's how strong I'll stand against this. I'll go to the school board meeting personally and also do the same thing and talk about cultural Marxism and all the other stuff that, you know, that, that were, that were, that were, that they're pushing to divide the blacks against the whites, against the Hispanics and against everybody else. That's the whole point of bringing all of these different companies, these different races and these different people and these different cultures into the United States is to destroy the fabric of our society, which is what it was. You know, and so the public school system has been used for this. You know, leftist teachers argue that sexualized discussions in class should be a protected form of civil rights activism. They say it's discriminatory to block lessons on LGBTQ issues and gender identity issues. This is obviously nonsense. There's absolutely no reason for the teacher to be talking to students about sexual subjects, whether gay or straight. There's no concrete evidence to support gender fluid theories. Again, this ideology is not science. In a strange method of circular defense, leftists often argue that children are at more risk from religious groomers such as Catholic priests. That's a lie, by the way, as if to say, hey, they don't – they do it. Why can't we? Oh, I mean, this is crazy. Now, according to the studies cataloging sex crimes in public schools, teachers are 100 times more likely to sexually abuse children than Catholic priests. And guess which political party teachers give 94 percent of donations? Yes, that's the Democratic Party. Now, I'm not saying that Catholic priests have not abused children. That's been going on for centuries, period. I feel that priest should be taken out back, tried for his crime, and should spend the rest of his life in prison for doing that, period. That's how I feel about that. He shouldn't be in the clergy. He shouldn't be considered a, called a priest, and he should be in prison for the rest of his life. But we've allowed, Dave, we've allowed the Catholic Church to pay off these victims and have them not be prosecuted. That's wrong. That's terribly, 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 terribly wrong. And so all of these things are happening. And fourth, the basis of the pride movement, but beyond pride itself, is exaggerated sexuality for gays and the era of oppressed sexuality for straights. 
Have you noticed that straight people, especially straight men, are now heavily admonished for the, any expression of desire, while gay people are allowed to flaunt their sexuality in the streets, yeah. even in front of children? This is a grotesque double standard being put in place, which glorifies gay sexuality while straight sexuality is attacked. Well, and all of this stuff, and in the fifth, the philosophical crux of the woke color revolution of trans activism is the idea of the subjective reality. If identity and biology are subjective and rather a matter of perception, then what else is a matter of perception? And that's what it all boils down to. They want to twist everything that God did. Remember, remember Sabbatain Zevi. That's why I brought him into this. In 1666, he declared himself the Messiah. He basically he was a complete and total sexual pervert deviant who later converted to become a Muslim under threat of having his head cut off. Okay, and he wanted to completely destroy the entire fabric of society. And the way they do that, they tell you that God's not real, that their God is real, that their God is a snake, and that everybody has to be as perverse as they needed to be in order to resurrect their God from the pit. All of this stuff is part of their teaching from the Kabbalah and at the highest levels of the Masonic lodges, which are all tied together. And this is the group, the ancient Canaanite religion groups, the ancient fallen angel groups. I did a whole show on angel wars back in May for eight days, from May the 1st to May the 8th. I did a show called Angel Wars. I mean, it was either, either March the 1st or May the 1st. I think it was March the 1st. I did Angel Wars on healthmasters.com. You go to the, look at the Arwa archives, and I talk about the pre-Adamic race. I talk about what they did before the earth was destroyed the first time. The earth was flooded twice, not once. It was flooded with the pre-Adamic race during Angel Wars, and secondly, it was flooded again you know, after Noah. And all of this stuff is real. It's all very, very, very real. And if we don't understand that this planet is being controlled by off-world civilization that was basically cast down on this planet as basically prison You're, you're, talk, you're talking the fallen angels, right? Genesis six. I'm talking. I'm talking fallen angels, and I'm talking. I'm talking Antarctica right now. Okay. And this whole this whole planet is being run by that group. And they're the ones that require human sacrifice to absorb the energy because they've been cut off from God's energy source because they've basically sinned against God. And the only energy they can absorb is from the human sacrifice in the killing of the innocents because that releases energy from the bodies as they're being killed, including abortion, including what Jeffrey Epstein did with the torturing of children and all the stuff he did. The guy, this stinking piece of crap, I could say a whole lot worse about Epstein, had a dental chair in his house, in his bathroom, in the shower. Now, what the heck do you need a dental chair in your shower for? I mean, he probably had people strapped into that thing as far as I know. What a weirdo. And quite frankly, I still don't believe that Jeffrey Epstein is dead. I don't either. Because the I pictures, don't either, no. No, there's no he way. Had too many no kill, way that, Teddy had too many kill switches. No, uh, and, and Mossad doesn't kill Mossad. Mossad doesn't kill Mossad. And he was Mossad agent. Read the, read, read the book, Dead Man Tim, No Tell No Tales. And, and same thing with Ghislaine Maxwell. Whether that's really her in prison or a body double in prison, we have no idea. Too many dead kill switches that release too much information about the thousand politicians and world leaders that raped these young girls and young boys. And basically – and here's the other question. There were probably over a thousand of these children that were raped. Where are they? You know, there was a temple on his island down there you know, in you know, the Caribbean. You know, what was that temple? Was that a sacrificial temple? Well, what happened to the bodies? What happened to these kids? Where they go? We know a million kids disappear every year. Where the heck do they all go? You see them on the back of milk cartons. You never find them where they went. So all this stuff is this underlying group of people that run the planet, this subversive synagogue of Satan, fallen angel worshiping, Canaanite religion worshiping perverts that are all being led by the fallen angels through demonic possession to do what they do. Now you say, well, this sounds crazy, Ted. I don't care what it sounds like. I'm telling you who runs the planet. Yeah, Ted, Ted I want to interject this at this point, and you're right. Yeah, everything you said, I completely concur with, but I want to just point out something really obvious here. Like I said, you said it and I said it. We, we don't care what you do behind closed doors. you got to answer to God, that's your business, but don't force upon the rest of us. But here's my point. Everything that doesn't end in procreation, what we formerly referred to as alternative lifestyles or even perversion, uh, that's what's being glorified today. The family procreation is being vilified, and I believe this is just symptomatic of an overall agenda called depopulation. No, that, that, that's exactly right. Because the fallen angels have, are, are culling the population on the planet. Because there's too many of us. They don't. They don't. The food source is too too much now. They don't need this many of us. And then with AI being hooked into all of us now via the kill shot. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm dating again, right? So I mentioned that earlier. And I, it's so difficult to find people to go out with that haven't been vaccinated. It's crazy. 
Because I mean, because I don't want to date people that are vaccinated. Because number one, they're almost all sick. Number two, I don't know what's going to happen from a how should you say you know a contamination standpoint. I don't want spike proteins being delivered to me. I don't want to deal with all this stuff. But the reality is that this hasn't changed. It's getting worse. More and more people are getting sicker and dying. It's depopulation. And also, too, let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about the rainbow flag for a second. The rainbow was given to us by God after the flood with Noah as a lasting covenant he would never ever destroy our planet again with water so they hate god so much because what god did the pyramids were used as energy transmitters all over the planet there were tens of thousands of them and they maintained a certain frequency pattern because they were put on top of magnetic ley lines with water running through them at 200 meters per second which changes the structure of water it starts to blow to, to glow blue and puts off a frequency they were producing a huge amount of energy to allow lucifer to be omnipresent to allow him to control the hearts and the minds of the people on the planet, which is what it says, that every thought of every person was evil all the time. Okay, When God saw this, and he knew what they were doing, and they broke the rules of engagement, which I cover on Angel Wars, what the rules of engagement were on this planet when the angels got kicked down here, he pulled the continents apart, shifted off, all, turned off all these magnetic ley lines and all these water fissures, and basically at that point destroyed their infrastructure. Their infrastructure is now 5G and 6G which they were now going to use to implement and create the Internet of Things, including giving everybody an IP address and injecting these nanotechnologies into these people to allow them to be controlled again. This is the goal. That's why if we have a false flag nuclear attack, which is which is possible, we may have that. But I don't believe we're going to have thermal global nuclear war in which the entire planet is devastated and all their 5G, 6G infrastructure goes down again, like God did when Genesis chapter 6 happened. We turned it all off. They don't want that. They spent 6,000 years putting it back together again, which, by the way, in God's days is six days. A thousand years is but a day for God, and I talk about that in Angel Wars. So they've put it all back together again to basically to subvert human, humankind again to worship the evil one, and, that, and that's what we have here. And, this, and you say, well and, – and here's the thing with this ancient Canaanite religions. This has been going on since the flood. This has been going on since Genesis 6. This was going on before Genesis 6 with the fertility rituals and all the other things they were doing and the sacrificing of children to, for, uh, quote, unquote, to have crops and fertility and all the rest of it. And the reason they do this, again, is these entities, these fallen ones, have been separated from God's energy source because they rebelled against them, and they've got to consume the energy from children and sacrificial victims. Yeah, you know, this is when you stop and you look at it because you look back in the Old Testament with Baal and Asherah and Moloch and all the rest of it. The ancient Israelites got all caught up in this. Many of them because of what happened with Solomon. He started. He actually set up temples to Baal, and they started sacrificing their own children to these demonic gods to the point that God had had enough of it, and He basically took His blessing off of them and scattered them. That you read it, read through it, read the book of Deuteronomy and see what Moses and God are talking about, you know, with, with what happens with, you know, in, in Exodus. When, when, when Joshua is talking to, you know, Moses and Moses is talking to God and Moses and God are saying, and God says, they're going to fall away and start sacrificing their children to other gods as soon as you, you know, you leave Moses. And Moses doesn't want to believe that. And because, because that same Kabbalist group of 60 elders that had come out of Egypt with them had permeated that culture again for the human sacrifice. That's why when Moses went up on the mountain, they built a golden calf, and they started having this giant sacrificial ceremony and this giant orgy. It was all part of the ancient rituals of fertility is what this was to basically feed these demonic gods. You know, and Moses was unbelievably mad, so he was going to have all of them killed and basically start over again. And, you know, and, and, and basically it didn't, or God was going to do that, and, and Moses talked God out of it. So, I mean, all of this stuff is what happens when you start looking at the depravity of the civilizations that were here upon the planet. They don't want a new world order, Dave. They want the old world order back. They want open human gladiatorial combat to the death in coliseums. They want to have open crucifixions of people. They want to have massive open orgies and open-air orgies. They want to have all of this stuff. If you watch that movie The Matrix, in one of the scenes in The Matrix, they're having this giant, huge open-air orgy in that movie because they had lost all – relevance as far as relationship with god and with jesus and they had basically gone into full depravity and all this stuff happens all of the time when you take god out of the equation that's what they want they want their old world order back when god himself became human in jesus and was born to the virgin mary and basically suffered and died for us and lived a perfect life and gave himself as a human sacrifice as a god sacrifice as an omnipresent god sacrifice to shed his blood it created a scalar energy field around the planet that when you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, it redeems you. 
It changes your energy back to that of the Father. It changes you. It takes the sin out of your life, puts it all back on Christ. You use the metaphor of the energy field and allows you at that point to become one with God again. And without that, we have absolutely zero hope. None. Zero. I was doing a show years ago with Sarah Westall, who I like Sarah. She's nice. She never asked me back on after this. But she said, but I talked to her. I was talking to her about this. And she said, well, there's many ways to the Father, not just one or something like that. And I said, no, that's not true. I disagree with her. I said, now there's many people who claim that, but that's all fallen angel religion. They came in to subvert, and I covered this on Angel Wars. They came in to develop these thousands and thousands of different religions on the planet to separate us from God, to separate us from Jesus. That's what they did. And they continue to do that all of the time. And if we understand that, we begin to realize that just maybe, just maybe we need to stop this mess and start going back to Christ. This is why they have usurped the churches and taken Jesus out and taken the blood of Christ out. When you create an omnipresent, when you have an omnipresent God that continually promotes an energy field from the shedding of his blood, the blood on the mercy seat is just as wet now as it was 2,000 years ago, you start to realize that the power that we have that raised Jesus from the dead still dwells in us. They don't want you to know you've got that power. They don't know what, they don't want you to know that you have that type of authority. They don't want you to know any of this stuff. They just want you to think that basically you're just a slave, you know, and a spinning ball that's flying through the universe at a million miles an hour. Never ask any questions. Just shut up and be quiet. That's what they want you to believe. And the sad part about it is, is that I, ain't, I don't believe that crap anymore. And, I, and I've talked to you about this too, Dave. Ninety percent of alt media is now compromised. I'm letting you guys know. Dave's show is not. My show is not. There are a lot of other shows out there. And if I mention names, you'll know who they were. They're compromised. They're CIA operatives, and they're compromised. They've been brought in for money for various reasons, and they have been compromised. Their, their bandwidth has been lifted. As far as they're, they're given huge, huge amounts of bandwidth, they're not shadow banned. I'm telling you the truth in this show today. No, no, Ted, Ted, I want to validate what you're saying here because uh, I have tightened my circle considerably because of what you're saying. People need to really prayerfully, prayerfully uh, fulfill their destiny to gain knowledge so they can have the proper action. But Ted, there is a, so much deception in the alt media. You're absolutely right. No, it's ninety percent. And all of the major players, all of them that I know of, all of them are compromised. Period. And you know, and, and, and you, when, do, when do you hear them talk about the blood of Jesus, the omnipresent power of the Most High God? When do you hear them talk about rebuilding of the Third Temple and basically the Antichrist being brought out? When do you hear them talk about Einstein? When do you hear them talk about the Masonic lodges? When do you t- hear them talk about the USS Liberty and how it was straight five thousand times back in 1967? When do you hear them talk about any of that. Just thought I'd mention that. And if you don't hear them talking about that, they're obfuscating the facts and what's going on. When do you hear them talk about the Frankfurt School and cultural Marxism and Aquino and all the rest of this stuff, or Aleister Crowley or L. Ron Hubbard or all this stuff? When do you hear them talk about the history of how we got to this position? When do you hear them talk about the fallen angels and who the, who the fallen angels are and how they created the ancient Canaanite religions? And when do you hear them talk about how their blood sacrifices these, these, these abortions? You know, I, I know one of these guys, he's, I gotta be so careful. He, he's got a giant New Age website up on the side. A giant New Age website. I'm not gonna even mention his name. But he claims to be a Christian. He's not, there's no way he's a Christian. He's, he's got New Age stuff on all over no, the website. No, no, those are incompatible he, beliefs. No, no, those are, those are mutually exclusive. Yes. They're, di- they're diametrically opposed. The problem is, is that the people out there are so desperate for a leader. This is why we have this phenomenon with Donald Trump. You know, they see him as a messiah figure. Because they're so desperate for truth, when Donald Trump told the truth about Hillary Clinton, how about she was a bad person, he's never investigated and all that, we all thought, yeah, 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 Donald's going to do this. And he came back a week after that. They were some correspondence dinner with him when he's becoming president. He talked about what great people they are and how good they're such good friends of his. Ted, I got to What kind of crap the, is that? Ted, the clock, the clock is becoming a reality. But here's what you have done effectively here. And this is why I just turned you loose because you've been on a mission today, my friend. You have told people they need to be discerning about who and what they listen to. What they support. Exactly right. And I would say this. Pray for guidance pray for discernment the power to our salvation lies in only one thing and that's redemption through the blood of jesus christ and the profession of belief in jesus uncompromising and this is what's missing in a lot in the alt media it's totally absent in the uh, mainstream media ted we got about 30 seconds left my friend tell people how they can follow your great work 
Uh, they can go to healthmasters.com, Ted Dawson Brower Show. Uh, Dave's got a great coupon right now. It's 5, F-I-V-E, for Health Masters. Just, just, the, just the number 5 spelled out, F-I-V-E. Mm-hmm. 5% off anything that Health Masters has except for except for the uh, stuff that's already on sale and, and kits. And I want to thank you again for listening to the guys. And if, if any of this has resonated with you, do the research of what I've told you. Go back and look at the actual research and make up your own mind. And, Dave, thank you so much for having me on today. And I love doing your show, and I appreciate my friend and your legit and you're real and you guys and you're absolutely amazing thank you thank you ted uh ladies and gentlemen you've heard it all here hey pursue jesus christ and that's the only answer thanks to our guest ted brewer and we will see you back here again next time we at the common sense show have a great tv show we bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in because what once was coming is no longer coming it's already here and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future you can find us at the common sense show.tv commercial free censorship free and we're getting five star ratings on the world's major platforms again check us out today at the common sense show.tv Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. It will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.